Best friendhood. Best friend. 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 You're my best friend. You're my best friend. Best friendhood. Excuse me. Uh, what was that? Speaking of ADHD, what was the idea for today's topic that you came up with? Because I've already lost it. So I was kind of thinking, you know, like in this season of giving gifts to people, Mm -hmm. like what a gift it is to just give friendship, you know, and like I want us to talk about the ways, like I don't want to spoil it, but that was my thought process. Thank you. It just came flooding back to me. It's literally been the last month where you have been more open with me about like what your brain process is like with so many things and oh yeah all of the time like the procrastination Mm -hmm. and disorganization but also it's very organized in a very specific way that makes sense to you and only you i was just gonna say that to you (laughs) it seems like somebody may have adhd dude i would not be surprised i wouldn't Uh, either and especially when Well, like even in this week, you know, where I've had to pack for two different trips and do a lot of stuff and things. Mm -hmm. I I always try to make myself a list of like, hey, here's our here's our list of things to do. Here's our list of things to pack. Here's our list of things that didn't fit on the list of either of those two. Um, And also, I've seen your list. But I have to do them. I I have to write them down. Otherwise, like, I try to keep track of my brain and I'm bopping all around the fucking house and then I'm finding out that, like, oh, there are eight light bulbs that also need to be changed before I leave for this trip that I'm going on. No, they don't. All you were trying to do was fold a blanket and then you noticed the eight light bulbs in Mm -hmm. eight different rooms. So my my list with five bullet points becomes 15 rather quickly. Mm -hmm. And then I beat myself up about it if I don't finish it. You know, like how silly. Girl, you and Sarah. Sarah. Okay, Sarah. Sarah. I had that song stuck in my head last night. Yeah? Mm Mm-hmm. I fell asleep to the YouTube video of that gal singing because it's so beautiful. Gorgeous voiced, like angel toned. Just beautiful. I agree. Oy vey. Claire's a bell. Her name is Belle. Her last name? Cinderella. Incorrect. I know. I was just making it up. (laughs) I can't say. I, I, I have no idea what her last name actually might be. But she is on the YouTube. Mm hmm. There are a lot of people singing songs on YouTube, my dude. My dude tube. Is that what people call penises? A dude what? tube? Ew. I don't know. It's just, sorry. I hope that's not ever been spoken to and anybody And then you know what ever. people call their colons? Poop tubes. Well, yes, that is. They're both And then you know what accurate. people call their ears? Tune tubes. What about noses? Fume tubes. Damn. <laughs> I know I'm surprising myself right now. <laughs> and esophagi? Soup tubes. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> what other orifices are there? <laughs> that was fun. Oh, I got the high like I usually do off of an escape room off of that. That was great. <laughs> Speaking of escape rooms, it's really shitty and gross outside. Oh, gosh. Oh, extraordinarily so today. And so we played this amazing, like, escape room. It's called Escape Room Academy. Yes. Yeah. Is that the name? It is. Okay. I'm going to trust you on it because I don't remember. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, It's literally, like, 
a video game of a hundred wonderful escape rooms that I think we did three today and all Mm -hmm. three of them added up to like time-wise probably like two legit escape rooms. Well, I was going to say in the time that we solved them close to an hour. Yeah. But they allot you. Like 25 minutes. Oh yeah, you're timed for it. And it still has Uh, a storyline, which is adorable. It is the sweetest, most delightful storyline. The sweetest thing. Um, But I will say like using, because I've not gamed on a gaming console in a long time. Mm -hmm. So you know what? Let me change it a little bit. Gaming where like one joystick moves you around and the other joystick moves your head, like your vision around. Oof. Yeah, that's a... It's a talent that I am... It's a skill that I'm trying to get better at because, oh, that was a struggle bus, my dude. Especially for an escape room where, like, things are intricate and small and you have to find them. And you have to find the minute details. Oy vey. I really enjoyed it. Ditto. I couldn't believe it when we opened it up and it was like, the last time you played was in July. Oh my God, five months. And we still picked up on the story like, oh yeah, we know exactly what's going on. Do you remember this one? (laughs) Oh my God, do you remember this thing? Oh my God, it's that character. He's my husband. Oh, I know. That daddy that we rescued (laughs) Mm -hmm. from being a prisoner at sea. Uh, If it weren't for us, Jacob, that eye patch daddy would have been not seeing anything. That was not that uh, great, but thank you for laughing. I liked it. <laughs> Can I have two cards? Oh my god. Hit of me, course. dealer. Hit me. Ow! I didn't mean literally. Don't you fucking dare. <laughs> Here you are. Thank you. You betcha. It just occurred to me that we are supposed to do this. I totally forgot. And by supposed to, I mean we choose to because it's delightful and enjoyable. Supposed to could. Uh, do you want to go first or should I? I don't know. I'm holding these out so far from my face. I'm wearing my glasses. You don't usually wear your glasses when we record, though. No, maybe that's why it was just like a like habit. habituated response. I was going to say habitual. Would that have been an okay word? Mm-hmm. Habitual. Yes. Okay. Uh, what's the best gift? Oh, how sweet is this one? Perfect. Oh. Goddamn cards. Are you reading my mind? Yes. Um, what's the best gift you have ever gotten someone else? <gasps> that I've ever gotten someone else? Yes. Oh, that's tough for oh, me. for sure. Because each one is different. Because well, you're a good gift giver like I am. I you're thoughtful. I don't find myself to... I don't believe that I'm a good gift giver. You're very thoughtful. Our friend B, like, yeah. she is amazing oh gosh, at giving yeah. gifts. Like, back when I lived in Chicago and we were, like, in the same city, she would just... We would go to thrift stores or whatever and... I was like, oh my God, I really love that. That's so cute. But it wouldn't be like in my size. And then this broad would go online and find Mm -hmm. it in my size for as close to the thrift store price as she could. And then just random shit through her travels of like, oh, this makes me think of Jacob. And now to this day, every year on my birthday, I just get this cute little box full of like all of the things that she saw on her adventures. Oh my word. To me. And they're always really, like, perfect and sweet and meaningful things I will actually, like, do something with. Because she knows me that if it doesn't tickle my brain in the right mm-hmm. way, it's going to get... I'll hold on to it long Yeeted enough that you can... with love. Yes. Yeah. Yeeted with love. I'll hold on to it long enough that you know that I appreciate it. Yes. And then, oh, I don't know what happened to it. I'm so sorry. <laughs> King Trashmouth stole it. <laughs> <laughs> my little raccoon friend. He, it's in his, it's in his palace. It's fine. So I always kind of compare myself to her when it comes to giving gifts. And I feel like I don't do a great job of giving gifts. 
That would be difficult to live up to. It kind of is. Mm-hmm. It's like a whole Leslie Nope level of giving. Yeah, it really is. Um, so can I can I choose two? I'm not here to stop you, and the card doesn't have rules listed on it, so I would say yes. Thank Satan. <laughs> Hail Satan! Hail Satan! <laughs> so, <laughs> I think my fondest, or like the gift that went over as being the most sentimental or meaningful i once baked a birthday cake for a friend oh who had never had a birthday cake before oh my word and had also never had anybody choose to throw a birthday party for him So I made, he and I were both big Doctor Who fans and we used to be roommates. And they were roommates. Thank you. (laughs) So B and I actually in Chicago, we tried really hard to make a TARDIS. Uh, (gasps) I think you've shown me the picture of this. It is going to be my application picture for when I'm ready to go on to Nailed It. Oh my God. We have to do the partners episode. Hell fucking yes. Hell yeah. Because- Oh, God. Now that I know, I would still be terrible. But I didn't know what fondant was. So we just like baked like three cakes and then cut them into squares. So where would you have bought it in the city of Chicago? You'd have to go to a a Walmart somewhere. No, there's literally a a shop downstairs directly next door that sold fondant. Oh, my (laughs) word. Okay, never mind. Trying to give you an out there potato. No, I just literally didn't know what fondant was. I didn't know it even existed. Yeah, or it just looked like good frosting, like somebody was really good at frosting something, yeah. right? Because I'm sure you would have seen it in your life. Well, because, oh, of course. Yeah, but, but it looked like somebody was really a, good at frosting something. Right, so we were like, okay, so we'll, we're just going to chill it for a little bit, and maybe that's how they get that consistency. <laughs> When in doubt, freeze it out, man. (laughs) So the TARDIS ended up like falling over sideways and we had to use a dowel to hold it up. You were that smart though. Hey. I mean, I I really wanted it to stay somewhat erect. Did you try to frost it when it was still warm? Like when the cakes were still warm? Oh, this was several years ago. So so I don't quite remember, but I'm going to say 100% that's exactly what we did. Because the frosting just oh, melted you, and right you off of it. probably wanted it to melt so that it got that smooth. That's what I thought you did. <gasps> I don't blame you. I don't blame you at all. So anyway. when, when he got home from work and he like... You worked so hard. Oh my God. And we had put it on the, on the table in the middle of the living room. And he walked in like with his bag over his shoulder. <laughs> to a shitty TARDIS birthday <laughs> cake. I love this. It moved him to tears though. Oh, I believe that. I believe that. And I was like... Like, what are you why are you crying he goes no is wait is this for my like he was speechless because oh. nobody had ever ever done something like that for him before Ugh. and he's would still talk about it to this day That's i assume if i hadn't you know given him the axe if he hadn't acted in a way that deserved needing the axe that it was so sweet I love that memory so much because i had a great time baking the cake and even though b and i totally fucked it up it was so much fun. That's tremendous. Ugh. Yeah. yeah. So that's that's my answer to that question. That was perfect. Sorry for the long-winded story, but also not sorry. Oh, I love this question for you. Oh, all right. When was the last time you got to tell someone, I told you so? Oh, I don't like to do that. I know, I, which I is hate, why I love it. Because I hate... Oh, fuck me. Honestly, 
I couldn't tell you. I told you it? Why are you pointing to yourself? Do you remember? Because I don't remember. I hate it. Because I hate when people do it. Tell me about the time that I told you I told you so. Because I can't recall. It was the sweetest. Oh, I would hate. It was the most gentle, loving, compassionate. I told you so. Do you know that when, because when you say I told you so, it instantly brings up a negative connotation to me. I forget that there could be a positive version. Yeah. There could always be the optimist. Sure. I told you so. It was when my back what two weeks ago when we were recording it and i was like oh my god i feel like my spine is trying to escape from oh, my body yeah, yeah yeah and you were like i bet i bet the heating pad would be helpful and i was like no i don't want it and then we sat down and i was like i want it <laughs> and you're like see i told you it'd feel better so not quite i told you so but gently also, i told though, you so I, w- I wonder if i actually said to you i wondered if that would help because I hate so much the I told you so. Because it's so condescending. That's so self-righteous. That's so whatever. True. So in my mind, I'm wondering if I did say the words. I wondered if that would help. Which is the gentle, kind, yeah. compassionate All right, version. Yeah. All right. Fuck me, right? Here no, no, no. <laughs> no, but I mean like, I guess, yeah, we're both coming to the same conclusion. Maybe, yeah. I, maybe I have said it way more times just in a different context. Because, well pause i agree with you i told you so is kind of like when you're playing sorry the board game sorry and you're like <laughs> the board game that teaches you how to be an asshole <laughs> yes i told you so is very typically like what told bitch you so. I, I was told you so. I, told I was you right so. and you were wrong Ugh. but to me to my head to my mind it can also be like a see i was trying oh, to help because that could also be like for a kid um it could be like watch out that stove is hot and then they touch it and be like stove is hot oh is yeah. that an i told you so then moment i think you know? so. it, it's kind of the same thing of like right hey we talked about this mm-hmm. i offered this and here we are dealing with the consequences here's the same thing i offered you 20 minutes ago right. so why would like i guess that's probably it's all about at the how base. you phrase it yeah because at the base of it like if somebody would come and be like i told you so that's so demeaning to that other person who didn't know. And we're such a being that learns by doing. Correct. We're not going to... Because it's it's detrimental to just take somebody at their word. Because we've been proven wrong by words so many times, mm-hmm. right? So you gave me the gentle good. I told you so. Mm. In a way that helped me and benefited me. It was super... Literally, like, my back within 30 minutes was like, damn it. Yep. Good. You were well, I'm right. For that. Should have listened. Oh, I was gonna at or say slash ask. Don't you think no, that never? I try really hard you not to. Better fucking fuck sorry to shut up right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, Midwest nice almost also comes in to play with their own bodies. Like, hey, do you want this thing that could bring you comfort and ease whatever pain and discomfort oh, that you're in fully. right now? Yeah. Like people will literally say no to a pain medication like an aspirin or a Tylenol. Yes, or if you an offer it to them because I don't want to be an inconvenience. Or also like, no, I'm bigger than that. You're like, Ooh, we're yeah. too, we're supposed to be too tough and rough. Pull and yourself able up to by it. your bootstraps, as right? we've discussed before, and how impossible that is. And that's the whole fucking like, point of that saying. Weird is that? Like we we literally have all of these things at our fingertips to help alleviate these issues that can be so distracting or disruptive or whatever. But we allow ourselves that humanhood of 
suffering. No, thank you. I would rather sit here in pain. Right? But, but let me tell you, if you choose to sit there in pain, and if you bitch about it when I've offered you a reprieve... That's a warranted I told you so. That's a... You don't get to fucking say anything, because I, I, I granted you a space where you could not bitch about it. Right. And you chose to sit in your sewer. Choices. One of my favorite gifts from RuPaul's Drag, or, drag Race. <laughs> drag Race. Drag Race. RuPaul's Drag Race is, I don't even remember her name, but long, just very straight hair. And she just cocks her head to the side and goes, mm, choices. <laughs> <laughs> and that's all I could think. When you're like, well, I gave you the opportunity. I had the other day when I visited my uncle's house and he's got like, he lives in a 1950s mod house right and he has this new christmas tree set up that i've never seen before so it kind of looks like picture like meet george jetson Mm -hmm. you know how everything kind of had like those circular things like in a row like stacked one two three whether it was like rosie's head antenna or like sure uh, their dog's neck collar like that futuristic like simple here's a, a circle of a anyway so that's how his Christmas tree was concentric. Is that the right word? Yeah. Um, circles made of like a hot pink plexiglass hanging by fish wire. Um, Excuse and me? And then on the concentric hot pink plexiglass circles, he hung miniature disco balls on every level. And then what was even sweeter, like that that alone is like oh my God, hella fantastic, so right? Much. But what is so sweet and our family's touch is our grandma, my grandma, his mom, started a Hallmark keepsake ornament for each of us at like, you know, mine was when I was two and my collection is still going on. But my Uncle Jim's, I think he's on like number... 42 or something of the same series of ornaments and it's called friendly eskimos and it's always these adorable little eskimos and a penguin and so he hung those opposite of every miniature disco ball oh my god my heart i know why did i start this story i don't know but i love it i'm really glad to hear it how did i start this story well it has escaped my brain, but you know what hasn't? The fact that I still have a card here for you, my darling. <laughs> okay. Which of your vices or bad habits would be the hardest to give up? Well, so, okay, if we want to think of, like, traditional bad habits, like drinking, smoking, cursing. The fact that cursing is still on that list. Go suck a fucking dick. Well, that may also just be my evangelical Christian upbringing coming through. Jesus! Honestly, I which of my vices would I give up? So it is like a vice. So something that you use to help alleviate. Like an unhelpful habit. Although, I mean, is it though? Because isn't well, that a modicum of self-care, a vice? Uh, if it's or is actively that that's flirting you. with like a different definition, is it yeah, not? Yeah. Okay. I would, I would say if it's actively harming you. Probably more of a vice than self-care. Well, isn't fucking going to a workplace every goddamn day which stresses you out, isn't that harmful? Capitalism. Right. Is that a vice? No, because... Well, then that definition does not stick scientifically, right? Capitalism. Therefore, we have to make money for the bourgeoisie. Seriously, though, a vice that I I would like to give up 
wake up tomorrow morning and not have to think about it ever again. Okay. Because you already did nail biting. You conquered that already. That actually was what came to my mind. Mm Mm-hmm. And then another one came to my mind that I really don't want to say out loud. That's perfectly fine, babe. You don't have to. So I just lifted up my seltzer that mm-hmm. I'm drinking, my hard seltzer, and and kind of motioned it at Melissa because I think by no means do I have like an alcohol problem. Mm-hmm. But under the definition of vice, I would say alcohol is a vice of mine because it doesn't necessarily benefit me anything. And I still choose to do it for me personally. I don't know. It's something I think about often. Like, do I really want to drink? No. Okay. Then I'm not going to drink. Okay. Right. But then in certain situations, it's like, well, this is the expectation. Or at a holiday Christmas party, for instance, where there's a lot of booze. (laughs) And... That may or may not be because of the party planning committee of which I am Oh, you were part very of. excited that time that you told us not that long oh, ago. Oh, I am so excited. Okay. This holiday party is going to be amazing. But really, I think alcohol would be the only vice that I have. I don't do drugs. I'm not getting laid. <laughs> I don't bite my nails anymore. Like, I, I, I truly, yeah. I can't think of a vice. Vices to me is like an addiction or something that you really struggle with. I don't I don't equate a vice with an addiction. But I do wonder, like, because then technically could not, like, watching TV or watching YouTube or getting onto Twitch, could that not also be considered a vice? Potentially. Like, if it's negatively affecting your overall is life. Is vice specifically negative? That's how I've always understood it was, like, something that negative, like, Oh, we all have our vices. Like, we all have that one thing. I guess that... I never assumed that it was negative. I just assumed it was something that we leaned on for comfort. Oh. Oh, I've always understood, like, the, well, you know, if I have to have a vice, at least it's this. Hmm. I've always assumed and understood it to be, like, a negative thing. Oh, shoot. You are totally right. Oh, what does the search machine say? Moral depravity, depravity, or corruption. Weakness, a moral fault or failing, a habitual and usually trivial defect or shortcoming. Good heavens. Foible? Foible, yeah. What an enjoyable word, foible. It is a good word. Okay, so with that definition, those definitions. Your plans have been foiled. I'm just sorry. I'm just bringing those together. Thank you. I knew you'd get it. One of those browser tabs in your brain was going to make the connection. Dude, how cute of a word though, foible. Like, I know, that's right? That's what I, I kind of want to call like a dog that. Foible! <laughs> foible! <gasps> hey, foible, foible goes come west. to your food. Oh, I love that movie. That's Fifo, but yeah. Can you I imagine know, if his know, name was Foible? Yes. <laughs> <I'm> just... <laughs> Somewhere out oh, God. there. Shut up. <laughs> and then a tomato splats against a, their wall. An extremely a, like, a whole tomato. mouse-sized, like, that was a really large tomato. I love that Somebody movie Somebody was so using much. some uh, miracle grow. <laughs> They were very small mice back in the 1800s. Mice tend to be small, yeah. No, but like these were extra small. Oh, yes. Ancient mice. Just like ancient humans were tinier. I mean, like when you go to a museum or like even an old antebellum house and like doorknobs are lower, chairs are shorter. Even houses built 100 years ago are like the door. Anyway. 
vice that I would give up is alcohol. Fair. All right. But then like, who's to say the fucking alcohol is, that's another thing. Like, what is evil? What is depraved? What is these things that somebody else puts a definition to? I don't believe that alcohol is depravity or immoral by any means. But for me, there are times where it isn't something that I Overindulgence. Yeah. It doesn't bring anything positive to my life when I overindulge. And therefore, if I were to give up a vice, it would be alcohol because like or would you say over well i guess for me i would say overindulging totally fine like i'm glad that that crack happened as i was saying because i am continuing to drink alcohol fuck yes i guess i would say like maybe my vice would be overindulging in alcohol fair because that would be evil do you know what i mean because if we if we're granting it that title of it's when it no longer brings something good to me because i truly feel like sometimes like when i have a gentle buzz and like i finally feel the confidence to go and do something or to talk to a gym boyfriend exactly and i do really enjoy a good red wine so i would say overindulgence or bourbon yeah the overindulgence part that i would say is a vice for me there we are for me can i tell you miranda lambert's vice the song of hers oh my god I whenever it comes in i'm like oh whenever it starts playing oh oh shit shut off everything else i'm about to just blast along amen love that i wear a town like i wear a leather jacket excuse the fuck out of me lyrics <laughs> please and thank you would you like your second question jesus tits we haven't gotten there yet no tremendous let's do this do you like camping sometimes really and depending on the sort and depending on the sort in the way that i'm feeling like i can do tent camping and enjoy it yes Camper camping? I will say, like, camper camping is not something that, like, I truly dig. Okay. I either like tent camping or fucking give me a log cabin camping. Okay. Okay. I like, I, it's two extremes that are there. Taking, like, a, a tow behind trailer or something somewhere. Mm-hmm. It's so, uh, it's so mediocre <laughs> that, like, I would rather do one end or the other, if that Fair. makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. It does. I, even if it's, like, a super fucking fancy one, because I've seen and have been in a super fucking fancy one yeah okay so you're what this is is like it is just a house that you brought into the wilderness you know what that is called a cabin do you know what you can do rent one you know so i would say like yes i like camping I've never understood, like, why are we spending fifty or $60,000 on a camper? Okay, so two years ago, I was working at a place, and on my second, maybe my first job, first day on the job, uh, the person that was training me said to another coworker, oh, yeah, we finally are getting that, that camper that we've been eyeing. And the coworker went, well, wow, like, you've been talking about this for six months. Can I ask what you're getting it for? Oh, just 60000 that's more way more than a down payment on a house yeah i was looking at a 200,000 so you're gonna live in it why right well or unless you're exorbitantly rich which then i came to learn they are not and that camper about put them out of their home i can't even imagine dude like, fucking why it's, it's it's half of a mortgage right there well okay so i was looking at a two hundred thousand dollar house the other day and the 20 percent down payment for that is for 40000 They literally spent more yes. 
it just and then it's not so magutso, well, my dude. It like good if you have if you can do that, great, good for you. I don't give a fuck what you do with your money. Yeah, it doesn't affect me in any way, shape, or form. But then to come to work the next month and and bitch about how you can't make your mortgage payment because of your camper payment, then fucking fuck sell it off. or live in it and sell your home. What have you? Um, I'm sorry. Uh, B U D G E T budget. Jake wins the spelling bee for a hundred dollars. Wee! And I'm gonna take that hundred dollars and add it to my budget. That for, was a really weird for a one payment. Yeah. Anyway, ugh, yeah, campers don't get it. I don't get it. I'm with you. I would. I would. I actually kind of miss camping in a tent. Like that was something I did all through high school. And it's it's all about you. You know what I mean? Like you find a spot, you set up your tent, you make sure that you're comfortable. Right. You better have all the shit that you need. I always did it with like two, one or two other friends. Oh yeah, I would not I don't believe that I would ever be a solo camper. Oh, fuck I no. I just would never feel safe. Exactly. Enough to do that. I mean like sitting around a campfire. Isn't that such a, like that's such a survival thing? Oh yeah. Oh, uh, hello. That's how humans You don't evolved. sleep outside alone. Duh. Duh. But like when when it, the summer is warm, it's usually how they go. <laughs> shush. What I meant was the air is warm because it's summer. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And like you're sitting around a campfire and then at the end of the night, like, okay, what time is it? Oh, it's only 1130. Cool. But it feels much later because we've been out in nature with no electric lights. And God, I, I, I kind of honestly miss that. Never camped in a, a cabin though. Oh, well, we, I don't know if that's camping. I've never stayed in the cabin. I could look at the definition of camping, I suppose. But yeah, we, we used have... to go to this state park and that was like part of our family reunion. Really? Yeah, we would go on this family vacation kind of a thing. And we would go to this state park and they had tiny cabins with like two beds. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes, 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 of course. And then, you know, they were close enough together that like if you were all renting them oh my god i have stayed in one of those before yeah like it's nothing besides like a place to pee and a place to like sleep Uh uh-huh sheltered from the elements yeah it is a a tent with wood that's what they call a pants erection a tent with wood (laughs) thank you thank you i will be here for the rest of this episode (laughs) speaking of this episode that's melissa oh shit Baguette, that's my Jacob. And this is is Best best Friendhood. (laughs) Now let's take a break. I would love to. Back, back, back again. That wasn't as good as the... Anyway. Do you remember the... Do you remember? (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for pausing. (laughs) I saw it in your face. Do you remember the blue light lady story that I told around Halloween? (gasps) Like at the top of the hill? Yeah. Like you ran away and your friend stayed? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So today I was chit-chatting with... Un momento, por favor, because I know exactly where we were at. But we shared this story when? Back in our Halloween? Halloween episode. Okay, thank you. Uh, My friends and I had left uh, the town that I lived in at the time and drove to some hill in the middle of a pasture and it wasn't a nowhere. graveyard or anything it no was just it a wasn't hill. a graveyard it was a hill with a stack of rocks on top of it memorializing this blue light lady she was a civil war blue nurse light special blue lady. light special <laughs> yes i think you made the same joke 
did what I, I told yeah i'm did pretty I sure also do lady in blue instead of lady in red anyway no, but that's new that's new thank you thank you i appreciate it i appreciate you uh so civil war nurse was mm. known for walking with a blue light um my office has a new okay. office manager and she just casually in the course she and i were joking about tornadoes and snow and one ice. should never joke about natural disasters well, she had made a really good analogy <laughs> to a shit show being compared to a tornado mm-hmm. and she went well i'm from S- such and such place so i'm used to tornadoes and that's just kind of where i go and i was like oh yeah okay wait you're from where Hold the phone. Can you tell me about the blue light lady? Did she know? She knew. She was born and raised in that town. No way. Your brand new office mate. Yep. You're yoga. What are the odds? I know. And so I I had been moving to like, okay, goodbye. And then wait, what? Like, <laughs> Un momento, por favor. Bellied up at our front desk, like, okay, tell me everything because here's what I heard in college. And I recounted the story and I told her just a smidgen of what I told you guys on the podcast. Okay. And she went, oh, yeah. Yeah, the blue light lady. She wanders the south side of town all of the time. And I went, well, hang on. I was told a hill south, like outside of town. She goes, yeah, that's that's where the fort was that she, she lived at. And I went, wait, the blue light lady who was a Civil War nurse whose two sons never returned? And she goes, mm-hmm, yeah. Oh, God, why? And I was like, well, because I saw her. She said, oh, God, why to you? Yeah. Okay, okay, thank you. And I was like, well, I saw her. And she goes... And, oh no, what? You haven't documented that you saw her, have you? What? Okay, why? Oh no. Why is she questioning that? Is it like the ring? Kind of. What? And I was like, well, I talked about it on my podcast. And she went, well, I guess technically that's not writing it down, but. No, and also podcast did not. Didn't exist. She can't get us. Yeah. Apparently, and I have not gotten the rest of the story because we were interrupted by a severe weather emergency. Oh, you may. And I was like, oh, that's my cue. Yeet, I'm out. And I yeeted myself into the sun and I lived happily ever after where it was eternally warm. In my heart? Yeah. AKA the sun. (laughs) Oh. You are a burning ball of gas. (laughs) I've been so farty today. And I've been so That's rather fitting. (laughs) So what I got from her was, yes, I remembered the story correctly. Good. And there's a whole lot more, apparently. There's There's so much more lore. The lore. So we got the severe weather alert, and I was like, which literally just came from one of our coworkers walking in, looking all like wind blown and flustered why are you guys even still here the roads are terrible go home and i was like that's my cue i'm out fuck this shit i'm out yeah fuck this shit i'm out uh-huh. i don't drive in snow uh-uh. no 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 Mm-mm. so i said to office manager i need to talk to you more about this <laughs> But I'm going home right now. Yes, yes. So as I was like putting all my stuff in my bags, she came in and she goes, so you saw the blue light lady? I said, yes. She goes, okay, one of these days, you and I, we're going to go to a bar. We're going to sit down. We're going to have drinks. And I'll tell you the rest of the story. The rest of the story. 
with whatever that dude's name is. I was going to say Muir? Walter Cronkite, but that is not correct. No, uh, it is I'm such and such, and that's the rest of the story. He died, what, 10 years ago? I know exactly who you mean. Paul Harvey. Yes, Paul Harvey. Pulled that right out of my rectum. Well done. Thank you, my memory rectum. Because I worked, <laughs> you know, in, in broadcasting. Yeah, right. And when he passed, it was like... It was a big deal. I remember legend. that. He's the OG. And that's the rest of the story. And that's the rest of the story. So that's the update. She's legit. And apparently there's a whole lot more to the story than oh, I knew. How interesting. And apparently I'm not supposed to document it because something's going to happen, but I don't know what. So uh, <laughs> don't write down in your diaries that you listened to a podcast about the blue light lady. Like shit's going to get weird for Although, you. Although, because here's the technicality. They never witnessed her. Oh, snap. So wouldn't that be just fine if they do care to diary or journal? Girls. They're fine they's gays everyone else Mm -hmm. feel free to write about that shit oh my god i was so delighted to learn this about my office manager perfectly unrandom so my question to you is: oh heck oh i forgot about this part yes may we or would you be interested in a follow-up episode where we have her on to tell the rest of the story you don't have to answer that now i want you to consider it okay oh i have some thoughts already because if we grant it once we'll have to grant it again i know okay i am fully aware all right but to me this was a really also, big do we deal. wait until like next october well yeah that was my thought oh yeah well, then perfectly fine as like yes. part of our our next halloween Hell yeah like, it could be a perfect callback and exactly. then we can ask for even more spoopy stories from the people that we love and adore exactly. aka all of you who are listening right now with your sweet little ears oh, those beautiful little ears that's exactly what i was thinking not like in february like hey we're having a spooky follow-up in february no 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 i at the very i don't know even know if she'll still be working with us in October. She's finishing her master's degree and other stuff. So oh, diggity who knows? Dang. Yeah, she's, oh my God, she's the best. At the very least, I would love to get the rest of the story from her and share that in our next Halloween episode. Oh, you can always record it anytime. I just wanted to give a little update about that, that. Cute. I love that. She was shocked that I had actually seen her. Also, P.S. by the way, our friend Tabs, she's like, that was just like the tamest story that I have. What? She has way more. What? I know. Girl. Mm-hmm. So we have plenty of, of Halloween spoopy season fodder. Oh, yes. So instead of February, it could be Frituary. No, that's too I'm much cool of a reach. I'm cool with it. Oh, okay. Well. February is dumb. Well. It's cold. Mm. It's short. Mm-hmm. It's basically a dwarf. And by dwarf, I mean like Lord of the Rings dwarf. I've been rereading Lord of the Rings. They're short. They're cold. They're dark because they live underground. Yeah. I don't mean to be ableist by any means. I literally was thinking of like Gimli, Gloin, Balin, Dwalin, Thorin. Your girl is a nerd. Nah. (gasps) I finished. I hit my 52 books for the year. Ahead of schedule, my darling. Damn right. Well done. Number 52 was the Fellowship of the Ring. Started the two towers today. Aren't those like hella thick? Just like your thighs? 
<laughs> yes, they are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry, I'm getting us way off topic now. Did we ever have one? Oh my God, we did. I think did. we did. We haven't even spoken on it, my darling. <laughs> no. Fuck. So. Should we postpone the topic? Like, where are we even at in terms of recording time? We just hit 52. Oh, no. Well, we could do it simply and quickly if you're fine with that. Yeah, yeah, I am. So the reason why this idea hit my brain is because I had my final meeting and I was surrounded and privy to so many people being open and kind to me about their experiences with me, their thoughts of me um, and whatnot. And I'm not going to say like, I don't get those things often, but I will always say we never get them often enough. Um, Also like words of affirmation are something that I thrive from people. It helps me to know that I have been seen by them and that I make a difference because if they think about me, that means that I've done something right. Good or bad elsewise. Um, and was it even you that said to me, because I, I commented on how how strange it was, you know, to have these people, whether I've known them for, you know, a handful of years, or if they were brand new strangers to me, um, strangers who were brand new to me, I should say. Um, but they were coming up to me with very kind words. And and well said, you know, they weren't just like empty platitudes, like, thank you and goodbye. You know, they were thought out and well worded. And um, so with the holiday season here, and we are all broke in one sense or another, especially financially with everything that's going on. So the way that I felt in having these people come up to me and you said it like these are people who have wanted to say something to you for the last six years that they should have but today is the day so it's the last day that they could so they did I'm grateful for that but like okay getting back to the topic because I'm getting off topic or at least I'm just circling it like a dog about ready to take a poop a gift doesn't need to be bought and what I'm thinking about in my head when I brought this up was those simple times when like a friendship memory kicks you in the brain gently like a huh, remember this or something happens and you go oh my god that reminds me of such and such a sweet gift that you can give that has no price tag absolutely free and means so much and there's no waste because you don't have to wrap it is just reaching out to somebody to to say something as much like i hope that you know i think of you often or if you want to say like every time that i hear a fart that bubbles four times you come to the top of my brain. Or whenever I order a pizza, I laugh because I think of you. You know, and I think about some people in my life that I want to do that with now that we've finally talked about it. Just a simple, a simple reach out. Could be a text, minimal effort, not a phone call because that takes effort. Like a text message. For sure. Truly and simply, I know that a postcard stamp costs 44 cents. Trust me on that for at least this year. You know what's great about a postcard? The writing space is real small. So you don't have a lot of time or pressure to get into the deep stuff. Yeah. You can literally just write, hey, so-and-so, I saw this the other day, thought of you, signed, love, from Mm -hmm. whatever me let somebody else 
no, remind them, I should say, unless you've never told them that they've made a difference in your life. And you don't have to say that. You can just say, I think of you when this or whatever it is. Just a sentence. What a gift you can give to someone to let them know that they are thought of fondly, Mm -hmm. that you remember them, Mm -hmm. that you enjoy them. Each one of those has a stop set after it, you know, like... That reminds me How of kind. That, that reminds me of that whole, we have friends for a season, a reason, or a lifetime. Mm. I know, it's a bit yucky, but... At the same there time... There is some truth to this. If it is a season friend, and it didn't end because it needed to end for whatever reason, like, yeah. let's be honest, just there are toxic friendships. Did. Yeah. yeah, if you just kind of drifted apart and there was no ill will, and you still think of that person fondly... And they're still in your contacts? Let them know. Shoot them a fucking text. And with with no question, Mm-mm. like, not opening a conversation necessarily, but just, hey, I'm thinking about you, that's all. Because think about that, like, think about somebody who's in your brain in that exact same way, but reverse it. Imagine that you are the receiver right. of that simple, sweet text. That simple. How do you feel just thinking about it? Yes. Yes. What a joy. That's a imagine, gift. Imagine getting that sweet text of, hey, so-and-so, I just saw a pink elephant, and it reminded me of that time that we went to the zoo. Mm-hmm. Or a picture of a traffic cone, and that's it. And you just... Whatever it is. Like, okay, yes. Yeah. That's a nice, Send gentle it. reminder that we have been connected to each other. Yeah. That there was love and care, and even though we don't talk, and there's no obligation to try and build a bridge again there's still because the bridge is already so far downstream you still matter or if nothing else like i mean the bridge is still there it just hasn't been polished like there hasn't been new varnish put on it but that bridge is there the bridge is still there and you've both just walked in different directions on opposite sides of the stream oh hell yeah and and that is part of life because mm-hmm. sometimes i feel like we we are guilt we feel guilt if we don't keep we up yeah deep relationships with some people you mentioned i think it was two episodes ago how many relationships the average person oh, is yeah. capable of maintaining yes. by the way i got that totally wrong you overshot oh by a lot by 10 times you're my being darling. incredibly generous well i had totally misremembered you were being very generous yeah it's 100 125 yeah. is the max number of acquaintance ships is that a word acquaintance acquaintancehoods i mean this is best friendhood so fair uh that we can maintain like truly maintain maintain yeah maintain meaning like and how and how lax that's a yeah that was really everything is like how lax is that like you see them out and about and go oh hello so and so how are you there's someone that you're gonna stop and chat with at the grocery store rather than a gentle wave or Mm. nod um we are not capable of keeping every single friend that we make which is why as pithy as it is ooh good word the season reason lifetime trope is quite actually accurate we are friends with a reason because we work together because we have similar 
proximity and not much other option. Mm-hmm. Not many other options, I should say. Uh, a, a season because we are college friends, because we are part of the same crew that runs together. Or our kids all play the same sport for this year. Yeah, literally yes. a sports season. Yeah. Yeah. Or a lifetime, for which is what I think we're all hoping for. Sure. Well, sure as shit. We would hope so. We would hope that anything that we find joy in and put effort into lasts that long. I've known a lot of people who didn't have any friends. And it is incredibly painful, like physically painful to not have a friend or to not have a friend who you can count on. Mm -hmm. To have an acquaintance helps offset the bite of that. That is something I, I, I can't even fathom. And that's something that I, I don't have the emotional bandwidth to take further not, today. Not No, definitely myself as well. But I bring that up because friendship is so incredibly powerful and so incredibly important. Hallelujah, hands all over the place. The answer is yes. I don't know that I have many more words to add to this. I do. Go for it. Can follow us on stuff and things. <laughs> you, got, you got an early Halloween story you want to add into this? Send us an email. We'll put that in a file. Oh, P.S. By the way, we're thinking about asking for some of your favorite holiday stories. Mm-hmm. Holiday. Mm-hmm. And like if you have emailed us with a particular topic, some of those topics do need some time and research but which we love and we're gonna holiday we will do them oh hell yeah dude holiday stuff maybe your favorite gift or a favorite holiday tradition oh i love that yeah please tell us your favorite holiday traditions like what's a tradition that's either unique to your family or something that you find a lot of joy Mm -hmm. and connection in which you can be sending at best friendhood pod at gmail.com. Hell yeah. We are on Instagram. Good luck. And you can also find <laughs> us on Patreon. Have fun. But if you do get a chance to give us the gift, a holiday gift, rating, a review, or a subscription, wherever you choose to listen. But the most important thing, and I hope that you always know, but you know that we're always going to tell you that you are loved. And you are worth being loved. We, we love fucking you. goddamn with love you as well. We fucking goddamn love you as well. Bye. Bye. <laughs> That's how I end it. <laughs>